Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Anniversary, Tim. We did a hundred episodes. That's so many episodes. Can you remember a time when we said, Oh my god, we'll be done after like 50 episodes because maybe the pandemic will end and maybe we'll be doing our own thing? Uh, you know, maybe maybe that would be that would be the way to go. Yep. Oh, well, here we are, here we are. episodes <laughs> later. But you know what? I'm happy we're here because I think we've had one hell of a run. It's over now. Hundred episodes. We can call it quits. We can retire, right? That's yep. it. That's it. That's all anyone ever aspires to do is to do a hundred of anything, and then you can stop. That's right. I mean, listen, if WWE can do like four or five years of their own WWE network just to sell it to Peacock and make a ton of money and not have to put out nearly as much content and still get away with it, we should be able to do the same thing. And that's what we did. We basically did we did a hundred episodes of content ninety five, and then we got sold off to Fightful Overbooked. And look at us now. We're rich. We're look rich. At us now. I have luxurious furs covering my chair now. That's what oh you get God. when you get picked up by Fightful Overbooked. Luxurious <laughs> furs. Meanwhile, you can support our luxurious habits by donating a super chat or even a humper chat. Why not? At I require truffles. That's right. We're here for truffles. We're here for wrestling. And it's been a good wrestling uh, few days, Tim. Disagree. Well, come on. There was some good stuff. But before you, were... while you're here, just, just hold on. Before we get into the what was good and what was bad, toss us a thumbs up on this video. Because you know what? That is super helpful. It gets us into that all-seeing eye that is Google and YouTube. And your friends get to see us and more of our pals get to see us. And drop a comment if you're in the chat. Welcome. It's good to see you. And subscribe to us here at Fightful overbooked tim what's up yeah i I, I don't know i really okay as far as whole last shows being quality i think dynamite was like the only one but there were there were some fun moments i'll give you that some fun moments enough enough to get us through an hour of talking about thankfully supplemented by how good dynamite was it was very good, and I'm sure we'll go, we'll talk a lot about AEW this week. I think. Yeah, uh, I think so. Graham's saying, "Where are your other shows before?" Over, <laughs> I thought this was like number three. That's yes, fair. Yeah, that's, that's a fair assessment. Well, uh, if you go to YouTube.com/slash Tim and Joel Pod, that's where our our episodes before Overbooked are are currently sitting. Uh, there's also a playlist if you're here on Fightful Overbooked. There is a Tim and Joel Pod playlist that crosses from here on Overbooked to our other channel content. So uh, there you go. The, right now. Everything that we do is on overbooked, but uh, here we are. This is episode actual 100. We have so much to talk about, because, and some of it even happened yesterday that I don't even think you know about. The hell happened yesterday? That yesterday? Wait, yesterday was Saturday. Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Today is Today's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So what what happens on Saturdays? I don't know. Shit happens on Saturdays. So Warrior Wrestling is a, a an indie out of Chicago. And uh, Ember Moon, who is now Athena, she went back to her her former her former ring name, had her first match, and she had a match against Thunder Rosa for the Warrior Wrestling Women's Championship. They went 30 minutes, and that was her first match back. That was the former Ember Moon, now Athena. That was her first match back since, I think they said October of 2021. Hot damn. Yes. Man, cardio conditioning. God. Yeah. That's good. It was and, and it was a really fun match. And you know what? There's a spot in there. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to actually encourage everyone to go find it. There's a spot in there that had that sold me a ticket 
up and down the river a hundred times over. It was really, really good stuff. So uh, I do recommend going out of your way. Uh, yeah, there was a heckler at one point and a bunch of people booed, but if people want to focus on that, forget. Don't focus yeah, on that. Yeah. I know that, that after the match, Thunder Rosa ha- had a lot of things to say about uh, people disrespecting the wrestlers, and she's absolutely right, but please do not let that take away from the 30 minutes that these two went because it was real good. And... I don't think people here, I mean, Tim, you're an avid follower of the, the National Wrestling Alliance, right? Uh, only in so far as to rip on Billy Corgan at every uh, every possible moment, I get a B- chance. Billy has a new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and he's always ready. Is that a- GCW legend, Impact Digital Media Champion, one Matthew Cardona last night. Sorry for the spoilers, friends. If they really wanted you to know, they wouldn't have put it on a tape show. Matt Cardona wins the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, defeats Trevor Murdoch, shocks the world. Everyone's excited, right? Going through it. <laughs> He's living his oh. best life out there, isn't he? <laughs> yes. By the way, going, going back to, to Warrior Wrestling, yes. Mike Santana. So Santana and Ortiz Santana took yeah. on Speedball Mike Bailey, who is a Canadian boy that we mm-hmm, all love mm-hmm. and can now officially uh, go back to performing in the uh, the United States. He and Santana had a hell of a match. Go out and just the Warrior show was really good. Just top to bottom. There was some really good stuff. Some not so great stuff. But overall, I, I would recommend the match. It was fun. Oh, okay. That does sound yeah. that's interesting. Belt collector Matt Cardona, apparently. Holy hell. He is the true belt collector. It's gonna be Matt Cardona versus Kenny Omega in a few years for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Matt Cardona is gonna win, and he's just gonna you know that there, there's that that Ultimo Dragon photo where he has like the nine titles around yeah, him. yeah he's yeah. gonna have that that's that's <laughs> what cardone is trying to do and Just right now he's in gold yeah. yeah yeah it'll be jeff jarrett for the nwa title versus <laughs> Matt cardona that's the one that's it that's all i want in my life but anyway we got we got wrestling that you actually watched to talk about. yeah some that i actually watched mostly. yes and I, I, we'll, we'll talk about nick wayne in a minute i'll, I'll smarten tim up to nick wayne who who's a nick wayne know. <laughs> Nick Wayne is a 16-year-old wrestler who was offered Boo! a contract. <laughs> was offered a contract last night with AEW by Darby Allen. So uh, uh, we'll talk uh, about that. Uh, I don't think you're going to see Nick Wayne in AEW right away. I think it's good. more of yeah. a Let's provisional a contract. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the same the same as uh, as as um, Brody Lee's son receiving. A contract. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we'll see. He's actively wrestling. Nick Wayne is. So he could show up on TV. I don't know. It's also not up to us to decide whether or not he. Uh, should be wrestling matt hey, my boy matt and matt and jeff hardy were wrestling when they were under the age of 18 so uh, anything could happen yeah and how'd he, that turn out for them i mean they're still going pal good. i don't know i don't know they seem odd <laughs> they're still going and we're going to talk about that but let's uh what do you want do you want to start with uh with smackdown we can go through that real quick we don't have to go too far really just hit the, the top oh, and no, the bottom we gotta we gotta hit everything so much oh. happened <laughs> You want to talk about well, you want to talk about Goldberg for for a hot ass minute? That that Goldberg interview where uh yeah, there's no other Goldberg but this Goldberg. So don't even talk about you talk about joking about Goldberg, don't talk about Goldberg. I'm the Goldberg. <laughs> He's fight club. First <laughs> first rule of Goldberg, don't talk about Goldberg. <laughs> More or less. Like it was I don't know. I don't I didn't know Michael Cole had friends in with Goldberg. I, that seemed odd to me. I was like, what? <laughs> Have you two interacted ever? Like, I don't remember. Normally, when you say something like, I like you, or whatever, whatever Goldberg says. like, I like you like a brother or something. It was like way yeah. too much for, for, oh, I didn't know you two have ever been in a room together that wasn't like you in the ring and you at commentary. But doesn't that also make the for the assumption that uh goldberg was then gonna do something mean to michael cole or say something mean to michael yeah cole. like it's not the type of thing that you'd say that way i don't know i don't know i'm not sure that goldberg's the best at interpersonal relationships <laughs> he's got his son that's all he needs yeah exactly he doesn't know how to people exactly Either way, uh, there was that. Then there was the Roman Reigns uh, segment, which I thought was a million, a million times better, especially yeah. with Paul yeah, Heyman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think of Paul Heyman being like, I I appreciate the uh, the shout out, but I, I'm not the superstar or I'm not the legend that people think I am or whatever it was. It was good stuff. Always humble Paul Heyman. 
Yeah, that's right. We have always ready Matt Cardona and always humble uh, Paul Heyman. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? One's a joke, but Matt Cardona seems very ready to to win whatever title you're willing to give him. Maybe those two can team up because Paul Heyman only wants to be with the guy with all the titles, and who has all the titles right now? Matt Cardona is to WWE. Matt Cardona <laughs> confirmed versus. Oh God. Paul, sorry, Matt Cardona versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. That's the match at WrestleMania. Let's do it. Uh, anyway, so I like how he's like, I'm going to Goldberg, Goldberg. And I had to think for a minute. I was like, how do you Goldberg? Oh, you hit his head against the wall before he comes out. I get it. Okay. Is that what, is that what we're doing? I, I think he just means the match will be very short and to the point. <laughs> and he will be very tuckered out after. Oh, I guess that makes more sense. There we go. <laughs> I do not have a tribal tattoo. Don't you put that on me. Tim is Harland. He is not Roman. We've been through this. People, I was under on. 10 in the 90s. I, there are no there are no no tribal tattoos. It's it's just that's not tribal. It's just a little background. There's there's a fox and there's some little birdies. You got a you got a puka shell necklace while you're at it? No. No, I don't. Could you get so. one for the next show? I don't even know. I haven't seen a shell in a decade. <laughs> It's true. You got to go back out east. <laughs> anyway, the show opens with, uh, uh, what do they open with? Uh, Sony Deville. Sony Deville's like, hey, uh, you know what? Because we got to address that because we did this with Brock Lesnar and now we have to revisit that. <laughs> so $100,000 fine for one Ronda Rousey for putting her hands on an official. And now comes Adam Pierce and he's like, no, 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 no. He's checking his email. Like, like I, he I love reads this. from a mile away. I, I like, love this. This, this is Adam Pierce checking his email. Uh, you got to do. <laughs> it's very strange. Famed reader Adam on. Pierce <laughs> got his glasses on too. Yeah, yeah. he's doing <laughs> anyway. His best. Words are hard. Uh, he says the emails with Mr. McMahon himself, and uh, you're abusing your power, and so you cannot be a WWE official who abuses power and. Yes. If you disobey Mr. McMahon, your job will be in serious jeopardy. Shout out to Vince McMahon taking the time out of his day to spend it with Austin Theory, but not to come do anything with this. <laughs> Can you blame him? Where were they? I don't even know where they were this week, <laughs> but wherever they were, it wasn't uh, good enough. It was New Orleans. Yeah, it was. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been nice. You'd think, I don't know. Crime's up. Either way. It's rough. <laughs> Sony, so, so, not Sonya. Naomi comes out. And uh, they do a whole interaction, blah, blah, blah. They do the trash talking and then slap. Slap. slap no one slap said fingers. I couldn't touch you. Slap. And that's, there you go. I was like, okay, sure. I mean, that's you're taking a risk, but that's fine. <laughs> There's no way this is going to blow up in your face down the road. No Pat McAfee, by the way, on SmackDown. Now just uh, notable absence. Corey Graves, uh, not equivalent. <laughs> My Pat, McAfee, Pat McAfee covering them Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It's going to be off TV this Her past bells. week. It'll be off TV next week. That's fun. oh, because they taped, yeah, because they taped. So they're going to be like, "Oh, Pat McAfee has a Super Bowl hangover." So da, 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 da. there you go. Anyway, uh, Los Lotharios win a match versus the New Day because we got to do the thing. They have a kiss but... cam now. Yes, who was the plant? Have we figured it out? I haven't because I don't care. But yeah, obvious plant. Because the only way to do that spot, please only always be an all. <laughs> like, thought it was one of their wives at the beginning, but then I went and nope, it's not. I don't know who it is. Play just a plant, just someone that they brought in, a seat filler, someone kissable. Yeah, that's true. Good for them. I do like the finish uh, in that it wasn't a weird like distraction roll up thing. They did a double stack. It was a powerful double stack. But again, we're just fifty fifty again. Fifty. Yeah, that, it was. It was. Yeah, poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> really it's funny because most of this show you can then scroll through and be like oh okay this happened this happened this happened but we did it last week Zia Lee will probably have her first match on the main roster in two weeks against on Natalia. the 25th against Natalia because she certainly didn't have it this past week or at the tapings so we got that going for us Natty wins a dungeon match good for her and then Zia Lee comes out and looks angry yeah, this match didn't turn into anything that I was hoping it to turn into. <laughs> like it was very forgettable. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, At least they gave time. 16. They gave him a little bit more time this week. That's yeah, that's right. Shout out to Aaliyah for not going with the three sixteen gimmick that we pitched her. Mm. That's a bummer. 
Anyway, uh, what I really, really, really liked the Johnny Knoxville in the uh, in the L.A. Wood store. Chipper. Yeah, That's stupid. It was so, and he's he's wearing the U.S. <laughs> championship because he's he's defending it more than the current U.S. champion is, <laughs> and he's getting more dubs than than the current U.S. champion. Good, good for Johnny Knoxville. He's the he's the champion of our hearts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess they're still promoting the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a perpetual loser, like just, just owning it. Just like <laughs> she got to get, she got to get that on a shirt. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a very fun segment, and you get the wood chipper with the uh, the Sammy Forever shirts. Uh, I like the Sammy Forever shirts, by the way. I'm really hoping that they sell them and that they donate the portions to Sammy for Syria. I think that would mm. be a tremendous opportunity for them. If they don't do it, well, what are we doing here? And then they do Jackass the forever. <laughs> That's right. Sami Zayn forever. Uh, what do you think of the, the insane promo? What do you think of that with Boogs and Nakamura and Sami Zayn and NPR? What do you, what do you think? Uh, my brain shut off. <laughs> yeah. I like Sami Zayn. I don't know what it, I, you know what I liked? I liked Shinsuke doing his thing. And then, it, <laughs> I, then I stopped paying attention. <laughs> It was really, really bad. In fact, it was one of it was it was one of our misses from the hits and misses video over on Fifel Overbooked. So go check that out. Uh, regardless, the, why why did Boogs get electrocuted by a microphone? What, what I don't was know. that? Well, I, got, I don't. It'd be pretty hard to do that. Like you can get little zaps. I've been you've been shocked. You know what getting shocked by a microphone feels like? I do. Not that ne- never that bad. It's. I don't know how you could. There's no way you could make a dynamic microphone shock you in a way that would be more than like mildly unpleasant. Like Some they're reason, not powered. <laughs> Boog Boog sells it as if he just got shot in the face or in yeah, the hand. Anyway, all this just to get to Sammy versus Nakamura on SmackDown next week, and WWE has already spoiled the results of the match for themselves and openly admitted that close your ears right now if you don't want the spoiler <gasps> we're doing it are we doing it and a one and a two oh. and a three shinsuke nakamura lost the championship and Sami Zayn is the new intercontinental champion you can remove your hands from your ears now uh or have fast forward either way sammy winning the intercontinental championship is <laughs> which now i'm like remove your ears and i just completely spoiled it <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You also said to fast forward. We're doing this live. Like, uh, this is not the audio sense. pals. Who like, cares? It's, no one's really watching SmackDown for the yeah. uh, for the moments. Uh, listen, I think that Sammy with the Intercontinental Championship is the right move to make. I think that they are going to do things uh, to make it more not fun. He's just gonna he's gonna defend the damn title. That's yeah, really what yeah, it yeah. is. He, he'll actually wrestle, which, uh, you know, not, I don't think that's Nakamura's fault. Like, he got hurt for a little bit, and then it's just like, I don't know. He's in and out. That's all. The, and they can do Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania, or they can just have Sammy drop the title in two weeks to Mad Cat Moss. Stop. Why are you <laughs> this way? I will never stop. <sighs> oh, Happy Corbin Cesaro don't care. Cesaro lost the match are you shocked i was shocked i was so shocked that cesaro lost that match yeah kelsey please the undefeated corbin go to hits and misses. what's up with this what is, what not, is why not are they doing bullshit. that stop it it's what? not a real thing because <laughs> i noticed on commentary they said that he wins matches and i was like what no he doesn't he, he okay so let's just dive into this real quick since since going back to being happy corbin after SummerSlam in singles competition he is currently undefeated. Oh, you know, so the only matches that actually count in WWE. Got it. Understand. Do you know how many matches that those have been? Three at most. That's three is the number. You edited this. Hits and <laughs> Nailed misses, it. So you know. Hell yeah. I didn't. I skipped over. I only look for the start and end of you guys' conversations. I'm, I'm a busy man. So I'm the a people busy man. Uh, and then in terms of tag competition, two weeks ago, Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin lost the match to the New Day, or as Hell they yeah, are now they known, Biggie and Kofi Kingston. So that is a thing. Anyway, yeah. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh, but we had that. We had the spot. We had the sword spot. Wasn't that so funny? I mean, I kind of laughed. Wasn't that was man like... pretending to be a doctor very funny? <laughs> he was just like, I'll have to check your vision. <laughs> It's like, okay. 
to drop your pants and we'll check your vision yeah like he seemed like a real questionable doctor uh, it's wwe what do you expect that was great yeah that <laughs> <laughs> was good loved uh, it let's uh, move and on. Then, yeah and then i don't know no we had drew mcintyre threatening to to use the sword again and yes. they're doing it in saudi arabia yes who wants to get away with it it's the time i've said this before of all the places and all the times this is the time for that sword to come into play yeah come on drew r.i.p mad cat moss he might save us from that icy title run he will never be stopped <laughs> invincible never. mad cat moss you can put that head on a damn sword you can you can you can pike it and he'll still win that damn intercontinental championship oh corbin will win it for him he'll be like <laughs> He'll like somberly, he'll whoop some guy's ass, well, Sammy's ass, and then just somberly lay the impaled head of Madcap Moss over Sammy's body and then count the three, sadly, with the ref. There you go. (laughs) It'll it'll be sword on a bike and he'll be so upset. And then Corbin will take the mouth and just move it with his (laughs) finger and tell the stupid (laughs) joke. Uh, so someone just tuned into this and was like nope this is too much for me nope. <laughs> we're done uh let's get to the main event charlotte versus naomi was a very good match mm. i was expecting the stupid non-finish dq mm-hmm. whatever because we're getting the match i told you we would get which was the tag match and they're doing it in saudi arabia sure we'll get to that in a second but for the singles match charlotte and naomi really good match these two were able to, to match up with each other and actually really get it get it done oh, and have yeah, a fun it was match. Great. The uh, highlight of the entire it, show for sure. Yes. Not and they keep doing much, this. But like it was very good. And, and for once they gave us a clean finish. They ended yep. the match. They didn't just do a weird DQ non-finish BS thing. And uh we we let the ending uh the post match lead into what's coming up next. And yeah, so there we go. And this is a good point for having like you had to watch it again because the first version of the first viewing expected a crappy DQ finish. And that's what I said. I'm like, they're great. WWE is great at getting you to enjoy a main event so much until they give you the DQ finish and say, well, then frick you. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Like, you're just really like, okay, how are they going to screw this up? And you're just sitting there waiting. He was like, oh, here. It go- oh, oh, here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. You're just you're counting on it being terrible. Yeah. Which is not good. Through the benefit of hindsight, you can see that the match was very good. They had a good, clean-cut winner. Naomi didn't necessarily need to win, but she certainly had a lot to give in elevating herself in that match. She showed out, and if they don't recognize that and see like a very like imminent title run, I don't, I don't know what they want out of her. I don't I, she's also see fun. See, which is horse. She's so good on the mic too. Like I've been enjoying her cutting promos, and I like I didn't think much of Naomi for a long time. I knew everyone was high on her on social media, et cetera. But now, like, I don't know, right now she feels good. Like she's great in ring. She's cutting on the mic. Like she does feel pretty edgy. Like she's been doing these segments, doing her best work with what is a weird storyline. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like she deserves that push. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I somewhat agree with you. I don't think that they're going to give her a title run. No, Maybe... I don't think so either, but that's not as, a as... good reason. Especially like if I had to guess, because uh, we're in, we're, we're now doing a tag match at Saudi Arabia. It's going to be Ronda and Naomi, which by the way, further proof that Naomi is very good. She's getting Ronda cheered. Yeah. That's a big deal. That is what you need from WWE side of things to get Ronda cheered is to put the, the two uh, evilest women on the roster versus the two. Well, one of the most over women and then put pair Ronda Rousey and make them look good. So yeah. you've got Charlotte and uh, Sony Deville on one side at elimination chamber. And then you've got Naomi and Ronda on the other side. Now, what I think will happen eventually is going to be Ronda wins that title. She's going to win that, that SmackDown women's title. She'll carry that title for another year going. Into ah, Naomi's going to challenge, but Naomi's not going to beat Ronda. If anything, Naomi will be the first challenger for Ronda as a thank you. And it'll just be like the Natty versus Ronda stuff where they're besties, but they're having a match. Same thing. It'll be a similar title run to the one she had after WrestleMania. uh, After Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, whenever she won it, I I forget. Yeah, I can't take a year of tippy tap punches and bad (laughs) judo throws. 
You might get a little interruption along the way, but if I had to guess, they're going to keep it for a year so they can get to Becky versus Ronda in Hollywood. Yeah. For title for title. That'll be the title for title match. Yeah. But let's not get in the way of what's going on now because that was a very good match and good the match. Elimination Chamber tag will probably be a lot of fun. You know, Maybe. A lot of fun. You'll have to tell me after. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we will not be doing the watch along. Probably won't talk much about it because unfortunately it's a Saudi show and they over deliver these days, but that's about it. Uh, yeah. By the way, super chats. You can send them to us to support us here on episode 100 of Tim and Joel pod, or you can donate a Humber chat too. We take those too. And toss us a thumbs oh, up if you have is, So they're doing that at, ugh. yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's pointing out Sonia. I don't love that. Whatever. I get it. <sighs> I, and I understand people's concerns at the same time. I, I, I wouldn't be concerned. I honestly don't be concerned because like, you know, WWE's bringing people in. They're staying within their camp. It's exactly. Know, it is what it is. It's exactly. Just, they don't, they're not bound by their wretched laws. Just the people under their foot. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. And I think people who are saying I'm scared, I'm nervous. It's they're, they're going to be very well protected. They're, they're going to be yeah. fine. Uh, like don't be worried. Keep in that. mind. So in Saudi Arabia, there are tons of Americans living and working there uh, who get to live and work as Americans. Um, yes. They have their own gated communities and the laws of the land don't really apply to them. So don't, don't worry about that. It's, it's selectively applied. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, either way, that's going to be Saudi. There's going to be a lot of women's matches on that card too. That is impressive. Like, sure. They're, they're influencing the world, Joel Pearl. They're influencing the that. world. I was trying to get that out of you. Thank you for that. Uh, listen, the, the show last time and the crown jewel show was really good. And this is the unfortunate reality of the Saudi shows now. It, no one wants to watch them, but then everyone hears afterwards that they were actually really good matches. Yep. Well, that's nice. They can exactly. keep doing that. Gonna, you know, whatever. They're not. It's not like they're going to turn down fifty million dollars. I don't think most people would. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You, you missed. You missed. Uh, you missed about ninety-seven episodes since Fifle over Buck moved. <laughs> if you want old episodes, timandjoelpot.com. Uh, okay, let's talk about dynamite. You want to talk about dynamite? Let's talk about dynamite. Yeah, great show. Hell, really hell, hell, poop, yeah, dynamite. <laughs> it was good. Uh, MJF comes out to the ring being carried by his minions, making out with Gabby Ortiz and with his real-life girlfriend. And then you got the rest of the cavalry coming out. FDR comes out. They got their champagne. Wardlow comes out. He's Wardlow. He's and Wardlow. you've got... He doesn't uh, get entrance music. It was that, that was the whole thing. That's the whole point. And then you've got noted chair pervert Sean Spears. Yeah. My favorites. You know what? Sean Spears is over now. It took a long time, but he figured it out. Noted chair pervert Sean Spears is his his gimmick. Just got to be goofy. Well, that's the thing. You can't be the chairman and have that be interesting. You got to be a a chair pervert. Because that's the thing. In wrestling, you you can take a regular characteristic, and that's fine, but you got to amp it up to 11, or else it's not going to get over. This is a, a caricature of, of an actual human being. So if you're a guy who's like, yeah, I appreciate a good chair, no one cares. That's nothing interesting. If you're like, I'm a raging chair pervert, different story. That's interesting. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the dream match in a few minutes when we get there. All right. Uh, either way, MJF comes out and cuts one hell of a promo telling him that he is the best wrestler not just on the planet he is the best wrestler ever he is better and than out the best comes in the chris statland <laughs> not so much uh no. not so much says he beat cm punk <laughs> twice in chicago great i'm a fan of that um and he's like i, I like this part where, where everyone was saying for the last few days he whispered something. MJF whispered something to CM Punk. What did he whisper? And Punk is like, I was, or not Punk. MJF was like, I'm overcome with emotion. And, and I, I, someone I grew up idolizing, I leaned over and I whispered to him, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I oh, was yeah. dying. Very so good. good. I, I just appre- I appreciated the cutouts setting the scene as well. <laughs> just so, so over the top. Weird. Like, 
yeah, very, very fun, very weird. Uh, yeah, Wardlow, meanwhile, can't get anything out of his out of his mouth. The thank you is for Sean Spears, noted chair perverts. Uh, if you didn't warm me up, I didn't know what I could have done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Anyway, they've got the new the new T-shirt online. Um, anything anything before Punk comes out that you want to add? No, no, it's a fire segment. Exactly what I wanted. Glad they opened the show with it. Yeah. Uh, Darby and Sting come out with baseball bats. Give everyone except for Tony Schiavone one because Tony deserves to be protected too, you know? We yeah. must protect Tony Schiavone. I feel like, he, yeah, I don't know. I feel like give the people around him a bat though because he looks like a man with soft wrists. And I feel mm. like the the impact of the bat on someone else would just hurt him a lot. He, he covers baseball. Yeah, but does he play baseball? <laughs> we don't know. We have to ask Tony Schiavone. I guess someone find out. We're going to have to do it. Punk is like, I want a rematch. MJF is like, absolutely not. And then they're begging for a rematch. So they're like, no, you know what? We'll have a tag match instead, which I appreciate this. It's completely different. They do a, they, they call it on the fly, which they never do on dynamite. Normally all the matches are already like preset there. They don't do a challenge in the ring immediately. Uh, instead they're like, Hey, FTR versus punk and someone of your choosing. And immediately the internet, everyone's like, oh my God, it's going to be well, It's show. a third. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe. Could be. Like, I was, I bought into it. I was like, maybe they got another one. Because I, I didn't think they were going to do like, you know. So, so the smartest thing the punk did was then set expectations by trolling. Because punk immediately was like, hey, Dan. Hey, Samoa. Yeah. Hey, Samoa Joe, are you in the country? And I'm like, this is perfect. Because it gets people both talking and understanding. Those, like, those who know, know. Those and you who get, don't you get are just getting stuff. excited. You get that buzz on social media, they might tune in, right? Like, they, yes. you know, so exactly. Oh, by the way, JJ, thank you for the super chat saying congratulations mm-hmm. on 100 episodes. You're both excellent and great people. Here's to another 100. Aww. No, I, we're not going to do another 100. We decided that since we've moved our talent to overbooked, we can coast from now on. Yeah. We can just replay the first 100 episodes and people will probably uh, enjoy it. Syndication, baby. <laughs> yes, we're here for syndication on overbooked. This isn't, this isn't about topical at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, why are they talking about Seth Rollins versus Big E? What is this? <laughs> like two years ago. No, no, no. Yeah, we're just gonna zero in on on individual body parts of various uh wrestling adjacent personalities from now on. So we started with Tony Giovanni's wrists. What Cesaro's nipples. Cesaro's nipples. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. We will. Anyway, uh, so then we get to uh, to the backstage and they're doing Andrade with Sting and Darby. I still love this. This is so so stupid. good. I just I oh my god, Andrade's <laughs> found his niche too. This is it's that's what's so satisfying about some of this is just like the 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 guys who like weren't getting it in WWE and are finding their footing in AEW and it's really coming together. Like I, I just love to see it so much because like Andrade was like a non entity to me in WWE. But remember also when Andrade debuted in AEW. He was a non-entity there. I know. No, no. And that's the thing. Like, in AEW, you watch it happen in real time. It happened with Miro, too, who was just like, a, oh, okay. But it slowly evolved, and they they take, they're given the time on TV to work out their character and then find it, and then they've got it. Like, yeah. It's a very different process creatively as well, whereas in WWE, you really are answering to one person. Yeah. In AEW, you are ultimately answering to Tony. You are, but yeah, 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 there but... are other people along the way who will listen out and be a part of the conversation and try to make your character, uh, you know, shine in different ways. There was an article that came out the other day about um, uh, Peter Avalon and, and discussing why the librarian character didn't achieve certain popularity. It wasn't, and he was like, "I don't think it failed." And I get that. I get what what Peter's saying, but at the same time, that <laughs> well, well, what is failure? What is that? And that's. Is it because he didn't win a bunch of matches because it wasn't featured on TV? No, was no. it like what? What no, here's the thing for, failure for, in wrestling? Here's my opinion he had another gimmick in the wingman that was very good and that had legs and it just didn't get the time that it could that it needed to get over. And that, right. that has nothing to do with him and the people around him. I think they did a great job. I enjoyed it and I don't even watch like dark or, or whatever the dark elevation. Like, I don't watch any of that stuff and I still knew about this gimmick and I enjoyed it and I thought that it had like strength it just and that's a booking decision that's not on them so like they're that's going to happen in any company because there's so many people on this roster but like well the booking decision that i'm talking about is more that he wasn't featured on tv yeah exactly and And that's with character tweaking or idea building 
you can be featured on TV. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that AEW can bring to your table. Whereas Andrade, it took a little while for them to figure out what the hell Andrade Alidolo is to bring him onto TV more regularly. That That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. And that's what we're getting now. So Andrade comes out and he's like, I still want to me. I, I want to take your kid, basically. <laughs> yeah. like, Give me your boy. There's <laughs> like... <laughs> a movie that that's clearly based off of. And he finally meets Sting and he's like, Give me your child. And Sting's like, He's not my boy. And Darby's just like, I, I got bigger things to work on. He's, and I, that I is can't, being TT champion. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also want that because you want it. Exactly. Anyway, uh, let, let's move on. <sighs> they do Wardlow versus the Blade. I don't have much to say about this just because it was one of those random. Yeah, it was just an. I was like, what? <laughs> Why is this match happening? And it was clearly like it's just an enhancement to get Wardlow, you know, to keep bigging him up. So one thing I don't like is that are we waiting too long for the Wardlow turn? Are we because this week it's getting a bit. Felt... It's treading water a little bit, which I don't love. Um, yeah. I'm glad that they delayed it. I didn't want it to. It already interfered a lot with the MJF and CM Punk stuff. So I'm glad that they didn't do it during that or before that. I'm ready for it any moment now, though. Like it can, it can happen now. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we, I, I agree. We got to stop treading water. We got to start moving towards whatever it is or put it so far in the back burner that we just don't think about it. Yeah, exactly. Because that would work. And again, that speaks to the depth that AEW has in their storytelling that they can pull stuff out and put stuff back in and make you, you know, think about different stories coming back. For instance, they're going to be, I think, in uh, Nashville this coming week. And Miro lives in Nashville. We haven't seen Miro yet. I think there's a chance that we see him uh, show up in Nashville and start whatever's next. Yeah, hope so. Really hope so. Yeah. I know we would shit on it. But the inner circle team meeting wasn't that bad. No, because yeah, yeah, they it but wasn't like it didn't take too too long, and you know, I don't know Santana and Ortiz because are so good. San- Santana was really good. Yeah, <laughs> Santana, who's currently going on a singles run outside of AEW, yeah, and yeah. having just great matches and also just get, cutting great promos. I love it. Uh, I don't have much to add about it other than the stupid attendance is mandatory. Like it's Jericho is so full of himself that he's turning himself heel again. And Santana and Ortiz are just like, Hey, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. You have have nothing to add to this. No, like that's, that's all it is. Like it's just Jericho is, I mean, I don't know. Jericho is a better heel because he's a douchebag. Um, So just having him like try to insert all of these corny ass lines that he's clearly been thinking about for a full week. Like he's just, he's trying to find the right time. He's one of those people who like, if you're talking to him, he's not listening to you. He's just waiting for the next opportunity to talk. Like that's what is happening. And it's so like, yeah, you guys need to get the hell away from this guy. So I I like that. That's the direction it's going. I like Sammy being like, mommy and daddy are fighting. Choose. like yeah Yeah. okay uh eddie eddie referencing santana you remind me of my friend eddie guerrero and i'm like next you'll tell me me that your pal sammy reminds you of your pal art bar like what come on shut up just don't don't do this jericho it's whatever it is what it is um if it's gonna get heat fine that's cool i do like how he's like hey hager do you have lax's phone number do you have uh Hernandez and Homicide's number. That was good stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Sammy quits again, says, hey, get your shit together. I'm out. There you go. It's like, okay. Why is Sammy still wearing two belts? That's so obnoxious. (laughs) I really, I find it so irritating. It's like, dude, I don't even know why there are two belts. Like, it was two weeks. This is so dumb. Very confused. It's you. You won. You're the champion. You don't need the two belts unless you're gonna like. Get, you know what you do? You give one to a kid in the crowd. That's it. And just be like, here you go, kid. You deserve it. Or whatever it is. It's just strange. Oh man, good stuff. Um, and then we get to books and Adam the books. Sorry, the Bucks and Adam Cole ambushing Rocky Romero and Trent. I was thinking of something else. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Oh, except for Switchblade Jay White comes out and beats up 
Oh. And I, I thought that was good because I talked about this and we, we talked about it being Jay White. Uh, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Impact Wrestling star, Jay White. The only way that I know him. Um, but shout it's also out to like... The guy, sorry, shout out to the guy two weeks ago who, who tried to roast you in the comments being like, I take a big offense to thinking Jay White's not a big acquisition. I was like, because he's been in the States for the, like six months. And like, again, <laughs> I'll say it again. It's not that like, I don't think they're big. It's just that I personally don't know anything about New Japan. Like... I just don't watch it. So for me, no, it's not interesting. So that's fine. Like, and it was for the AEW fans, but like the way this worked out, cool. And like, you saw Tony Khan admit after he misused his own words because he, you know, (laughs) things got to talking and then he's like, oh, I had to figure that out. And I was like, yeah, because I I had commented that something he tweeted made no sense. That's a common occurrence with Tony though. How does that? Yeah, and I was like, anyway, I was like, the timeline doesn't work. But then he explained it, and I was like, see, okay, that makes sense now. Um, I thought this was the right way to debut Jay White. Like, I, this yes. subtle, like, just his back shows up on screen with a little beat down. You knew that wasn't, like, the big, big reveal, which I was like, good, good. So there's still something coming. This is this is a nice little insert. Cool. Excited for him to be around. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Jay White's going to come in and have excellent matches. We yeah. know that. Like, there's no questions asked. I just don't think that the name was going to evoke as much excitement as what we would see no, next. because he's an impact wrestling star. <laughs> Someone's going to come for your head. I love it. <laughs> uh, what has he been? New Japan strong? <laughs> <laughs> Noted night pervert Jay White has made his name in the AEW, but like I said, it wasn't as impactful as the face of the revolution qualifying match. Isaiah Cassidy takes on Limitless Keith Lee. Yeah. Yeah. So Keith Lee is all elite. I'm kind of surprised he didn't get to rap his own theme. (laughs) So apparently the turnaround was great. And also around the time when Keith was getting married. So Ruckus, Someone yeah, contacted yeah, yeah. Ruckus about doing it, uh, or Keith, and yada yada conversations were had, and they're like, "We'll we'll do it down the line." They Good. just wanted, yeah, to, yeah. Like, I believe so. And I, if it, honestly, like his one in NXT slapped. If Ruckus is producing it, this is going to be on another level. Like. Yeah, exactly. And did a good job. And it was a really fun and really good match. Uh, I, I've i said what I've said about Keith Lee before. I like, I like Keith Lee, the wrestler. Yes. I like Keith Lee, the character. Keith Lee, when he was um, stuck at home with long COVID and couldn't talk about it, but decided yeah. to vague tweet about it. So much I don't, tweeting. I don't like vague tweeting. No. That, that shit was turns so me much, off. I don't know. I feel like Keith Lee is a very odd person, but I don't need to. I don't, I don't care. I'm not friends with him. I love him on TV. I love him in the ring. That Beal was incredible. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Isaiah Cassidy for selling the hell out of that. That guy got air. Yeah, he went. And again, this does not take away from my enjoyment of the match. And I'm very much looking forward to Keith Lee making uh, an impact. Because I know that's Tim's favorite place to go uh, in AEW. So moving forward, uh, Keith Lee in the face of the Revolution ladder match. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited for that. I I still think there's going to be one more. Uh, surprise entrant for that match, and if it's and if it's not Swerve, I'll be shocked. Casty got you yeeted. Yeah, I feel like Swerve's got so many options. Like he he also showed up at that show where Nick Wayne was offered an AEW contract by uh, Darby Allen. Oh, uh, normally we don't do that at the same time. <clears throat> yeah, let's... wow, it's dead air because we both decided to take. Hey, you know what? It's a celebratory drink for a hundred episodes. There, there you go. go. Keith, by the way, because we're in Nashville, let's have Keith Lee versus Miro. Or at least let's set that <gasps> That's up. That's too soon. I, yeah, let's set it up in Nashville. That's so fast. I want to see that get a little bit of anticipation. Do they meet uh, in the match, in the ladder match? Could you imagine those two going that would be in the ladder match? That would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, we, if that's how they first encounter each other, I'd be totally okay with that. Oh, hell, there's too many people in AEW. <laughs> like and too many potential people like this is so they like and i don't want them to do this sign I, everybody Tim. you can't you can't sign you actually everybody. can't that's, that's ridiculous true. like like they're already they've got a very deep roster a lot of very strong people people can't win all the time i'm very appreciative of uh daniel bryan and cm punk like 
playing the roles that they're playing because it could have been like so off the rails weird, but like it's good. Everything so far is good. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, ready to get my heart broken, but we'll see. Matt Hardy leaves in the middle of the match, just like his brother allegedly did when he left WWE. Erratic behavior in commentary. It was just like, oh my god. Loved it. It's a Bible (laughs) on a pole match. (laughs) Uh, Either way, I, I like that this is the way to maybe get closer to doing private party versus Matt and a certain brother of Matt's. I think that would be nice, but uh, we got to get there first, Matt. Uh, sorry, Jeff Hardy's not uh, out of the non-compete zone until the 17th, which is a Thursday. So the earlier, earliest he could show up is March 23rd. Sorry, March 17th is the, uh, or 16th is the, is it yeah. 16th or is it 9th? I don't know, bro. <laughs> oh, no, it's the 9th. So the earliest he could show up is the 16th of March. My bad. Anyway, uh, let's move on. John Moxley is the mystery tag partner for cm punk which is like yeah yeah that works like i mean that's like a dream lineup and it really works for the mox daniel danielson uh pairing so yeah and and again i think we got to the point where everyone was like oh that makes sense like oh i forgot about moxley because again you talk about the depth of a roster you forget about you forget about john moxley (laughs) right under your nose and you're like because Right now, Mox and and Daniel Bryan. Like, bro, oh my God, I did it again. Brian. The Americans and Dragonson did Bryanson Danielson. Danielson, yes, yes. Anyway, Danielson and and Mox are currently in their shit, and you don't see Danielson. Therefore, you immediately assume that there's going to be no Mox. Yeah, but instead, we cross it over, and it's Punk and Moxley teaming up against uh, FTR. Yeah, which in, really, really uh, works for this. Yeah, yeah, great match. A lot, very like a uh, southern influence type of gimmick. A lot, a lot of southern wrestling in there, which you would yeah, expect yeah, yeah. from from FTR. What do you expect? Uh, either way, a lot of fun, a lot of crying babies, and uh, don't you talk that, about my boy? Hold on, turn my <laughs> mic down a little bit so they get background. That's just, oh, that's all right. I'm talking to the mic a little bit closer. You'll do the the yeah. Joe Rogan on NPR. Joe Rogan on NPR. I do a lot of DMT. <laughs> uh tully coming into the ring and, and throwing his his coat at punk by the way was high comedy for me especially because he does it like twice and punk's just sitting there with a stupid jacket on his head <laughs> a little shit like that it was a good match a really fun match uh i i like it when a fight feels like a fight i'm not here for a pristine you know 10 yeah, out of 10 yeah, everyone hits the... their spots perfectly let let it be mid-south style let it have a little bit of sloppiness and some, some potatoes in there let's get yeah. in there it's a good stew throw them potatoes yeah it was good. Mm, all about it dex and cash having having a good time they don't they don't need to be vying for the tag titles while they are doing all this stuff for mjf yeah i'm fine with that aqa the former zeta ramir makes her debut in and AW, what a debut and what a debut gets herself yeah. signed afterwards too. Rightfully so. Anyway, look, any t- here's the thing that they don't have a ton of, well, they do, but like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm fine with them signing as many women as they can get their hands on. Like when, yeah. Going into the match. I, when, when Tony made the announcement that there would be a QA versus Jade Cargill, I was critical of the move because I bring this up all the time. AEW's women's division is pretty deep. If yes, you give yeah. them the opportunity to go out and be deep, but instead we haven't seen that with the women's division yet. We see a lot of them on dark and dark elevation, but like you said, you're not watching dark and elevation. I'm not always watching the whole show. I'll watch bits and pieces yeah. and it's usually in the background. I want to see a lot of more of these women who are being brought in and maybe have a little bit of, of understanding with the crowd. Uh, I want to see them brought in and maybe built up even in a defeat from Jade Cargill. Yeah, for sure. And I think I I think they they're working on it. It's much better than it was cuz we were ripping on it weekly for a while cuz it was yes. bad. Um uh there is something to be said about like the TV readiness of some of them like and you're seeing it play out with some people who are getting they're getting more time and they're trying lots of stuff and we'll get to that when we get to Rampage, but Yeah. Like there's there's something to be said about that and you know, I I I think it's come a long ways, so it's it's good to see that uh jade's a star like i'm already very into that and aqa just did a damn good job that shooting star press is badass yeah the match was was really good both women showed out aqa was definitely there 
to earn her spot and did. And I can't mm-hmm. deny that she's a great wrestler. Uh, and Jade continues to grow and continues to turn heads. Yeah. Jade's, Jade's not the wrestler that, you know, your old ass sees after watching for 20 years. Jade is the wrestler that your partner who never watches wrestling, but decides to come and watch it for a night with you, says, oh, who's that man? Yeah, so that she tweeted that, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's right, she did! She <laughs> tweeted that exact same thing. She's like, I ain't here for you, I'm here for your wife. <laughs> like, That's fine by me. She has, she has that charisma, and she has that look, yeah. and she looks different from most wrestlers out there, and that alone gets you over. Can she get better in the ring? Absolutely. Yes, Anyone yeah, yeah. can get better in the ring. She's also gotten better in the ring in very short order. So, and like there that pump kick, that pump kick when it comes off right, which is partially dance partner, like just looks badass. So, yeah, exactly. She she's growing. She's growing, and when you see that growth, that is a positive sign. There yeah. is no regression. Uh, so we'll get there. And AQA got herself a contract. She is now officially with AEW. Looking forward to seeing what they do with her. And you know what? I've said it here. I've said it other places. Being on Dark and being on Elevation is not a demotion. We've seen Thunder Rosa make appearances on both. We've seen Adam Cole make appearances on both. We've seen Brian Danielson kind of make appearances um, on both. <laughs> just because you're on a different show doesn't mean, just because you're not on TNT or TBS doesn't mean you're not part of the show. That's just the way it is. So and that's the thing. You got to have people on the bench, right? Like that's, yeah. that's one thing that I did appreciate with like attitude era and like to a lesser extent, like the ruthless aggression WWE, they had a big roster. They rotated people in and out pretty well. Like you can manage it. It can be done. It's just, yeah, all your favorites aren't going to be on TV all the time. Like it's just not possible with two shows. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on. Uh, they ran a second women's match right afterwards with Serena Deeb taking on Katie Arquette. By the way, yes, it is a Katie Arquette who has interacted with David Arquette. So uh, have fun with that. <laughs> Very quick tap out, Serena Deeb. I like this. I think this is just, this is just all fodder for Deeb to get heat until they bring Sheeta yeah. back and have a grudge match. Good. It's working. Fine, like Build her up. It's good stuff. And what's funny is that everything that I'm saying about like the women's division is so deep, you can bring people back, blah, blah, blah. This is what you do it for. Yeah, exactly. Like you have these people on roster. Uh, Deeb has shown that, you know, I mean, she's a veteran, like she's killing it. She's great on the mic. She's building this character pretty well. You just got to give her a little bit of time every week. Like not, I get like, there's some criticism that it's like, it's a short segment, but it's like some of them have to be short segments, (laughs) y'all. Oh, I I mean, this is very like, I, I, it's a WWE, but it's also a little old school. She'd uh, under yeah, a mask. I'd like that. To I think her. that'd be fun. I have no yeah. issue with that. I, I think it'd be a lot of fun too. Uh, we'll see what they do. And for people who are kind of applauding, like, oh, they did two women's matches this week. In fairness, like that, that Serena Deeb match was like a minute long. So. Yeah, 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 but it's fine. It's two women's segments, which is it, good. So yes, I will take that. There were four women in the ring on Dynamite this past week, it, yeah. like wrestling in the ring. I'll take that. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, main event in a match that uh, I, no one was shocked as to who would win, but everyone was shocked as to how good it would be. God, Lance Archer, like older in terms of wrestling years, just willing to kill himself. <laughs> like, yes. I loved the start of this. I loved it so much. Just the immediate like beat down on the ramp and then chucked through a plate, plate, plate of glass, a uh, pane of glass. My yeah. God. Really, really fun. Really bloody match. Uh, I even like Dan Lambert getting involved in this because yeah, he, he did the smart thing. He comes in, he undoes the turnbuckle because how do you hit a buckshot lariat? You go over the top rope. So what do you do? You take the top rope out of the equation. And next thing you know, how can Adam Page run uh, across, you know, how can you do your move? And he finds a way at the end, but either way, I like that Lambert comes out does it it's it's a really fun match fantastic uh, well-timed stuff. all three all well all, well yeah lambert did his bit and then all three men at the end with the referee spot too just like yes very well timed into the tables my god yeah <sighs> and yeah like paul turner just has his back down the referee and gets that buckshot larry with with the barbed wire around his wrist when when lance archer pulls out that barbed wire i'm sitting there and i'm just like oh like i'm sorry when he pulls out the chair with the barbed wire yeah i'm like that barbed wire is just like taped to the chair they're gonna use that thing 
and and they did and they they wrap it around and they've done it before mox did it with the bulldog choke on eddie kingston in the title match but this was a little different and i appreciated it i liked it jake going for a ddt and then lance archer being like ah you old bastard like no this is my match it was good uh like when when it started i think there was like 15 minutes left and i was like oh this is gonna be a sprint and then they didn't even finish entrances and i was like oh god okay and then they just went yeah, it was a good stuff. I need Hangman to have more um, spotlight feuds. He, yeah, he needs to have an actual feud. Like, these were just quick, like, uh, okay, we're in between ones. Let's get a, like, because this was a tweener, right? Like, he had his feud. Now we're moving into something, or his feud with Daniels, and now we're moving into something that's going to be, you know, this was just a, a transition one. And we all understood that. That is that is Lance Archer's role. He is going to be perennial contender Lance Archer. And then out comes Adam Cole, baby, pulls up that giant title that he it looks like it, it looks like it's half his size. People have been clowning on the Adam memes Cole have been pretty. <laughs> it was one of like I gotta put. I, I wish I had it. I put it up on the screen. It's one of like Adam Cole with the title, but it's like the entirety of the screen, and he's holding it. People are like who did this Photoshop? And everyone's like, it's not a Photoshop. That's really how it looked. I, I can't, yeah, I can't remember. I'm the, I'm the same size. Like I, mean, exactly. it, I would look the exact same. It's very funny. People taking the new South champion, which was just like massive. Uh, and being, and putting that over and being like, this is going to be Adam Cole when he wins that title. <laughs> I love it. I think it it's so silly. It's so funny. It's funny. It's so funny. So Adam Page and Adam Cole looking like what we're going to do next. We got three weeks till revolution. So we got to tell that story and there is backstory, but they got to get there talking about it with Bullet Club, with Ring of Honor, with nothing else in New Japan, maybe a little bit. Either way, there is history. Let's tell that story. The loser can't be Adam. There you go. Take away a name. (laughs) Hangman Page versus, (laughs) oh, well, everybody wins. Uh, He'll just become Cole, hashtag baby. Cole. Baby Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole, a baby. Anyway, uh, let's move on uh, to Rampage. Rampage was also Rampage. very fun. Fun, very fun. Uh, we also had Chris yeah. Jericho there to yell at us for an hour. He <laughs> sure did love to yell at us for an hour. Once again, my weekly refrain, I really don't love people being involved in narrative, also being on commentary. Very irritating through the entirety of the show for me. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, either way, we kick it off. It's Rapongi Vice, Tramperetter, and Rocky Perretta. Romero taking on he, the Young Bucks, Tramperetter. This was this was a thoroughly AEW match. Yeah. <laughs> like it, was, it was very... a PWG. It was a PWG yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah. A very, very fun sprinting tag team match. A lot of good shit in there. Just go back and watch it. We're not going to go B for B, but we will talk oh, about yeah. the end when our noted knife pervert shows up. And what does he do? He, he does the crossroads kind of. No, that other thing that is similar. <laughs> he uh he takes out he takes out uh the guys yeah well, wait both of them right <laughs> uh yeah he hits orange cassidy with blade runner but then we're that's gonna it, get yeah. trump redder versus uh jay white which sounds good i'm looking yes. forward to that give me that yeah that's gonna be good good rampage match that'll be jay white's debut uh wrestling on uh tnt because that's where they do it we're canadian it's uh it's all it's all it's all the internet for us yeah anyway uh da, 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 the american dragonson danielson bryanson danielson gets interviewed by tony shivani and apparently he's all like i'm not upset about moxley and punk teaming up no 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 uh cm punk just wanted a one night stand he said i'm like here that. i'm here for the long term baby <laughs> yeah very good stuff yeah. and then Seidel and lee moriarty show up and they interrupt him, and and Danielson's like, "No, nah, I like you, Matt Seidel. I respect you. I just don't think you can go hardcore. Not I just don't violent. think you can do. Yeah, I don't think you can be violent." And I'm like, "Oh, violence. Okay, what are we doing here?" And then Lee Moriarty's like, "Hey, no, no, you talk to me. Don't talk to him. Like you wanted me, you talk to me." And I like that Lee is like standing up for himself and being like, "We're gonna do this." And Danielson's like, we are going to do this. They're going to have a match on Wednesday. And again, it speaks to the depth of their roster that this is a match that people have been looking forward to. And they didn't think they were going to see it at least this quickly. Well, here's the thing. Like, this is such a good setup for both Mox and Danielson because you can drag this the hell out. You don't need to resolve this for months and months and months. And in the meantime, because you can't elevate these guys to like the main title picture, you can put them in one-offs. Night after night, you can have CM Punk tags with John Moxley as a one-off, and it just be like, oh, this feels natural, and it's good. 
Like this yeah. is actually like a really well done narrative conceit to have them be kind of, it, it'll be the will they won't they of this show, which seemingly every single American piece of programming requires. So it's all, it's all soap opera. And again, going back to pulling things out and putting things back in, they do it in soap operas all the time where you take out this one storyline, you insert another, it's the same, same thing. It's an attraction match. That is exactly what it is. And that's it. You, you can have Danielson just wrestling whoever the hell in terms of like in, in, in interest of scouting. Like you can just have these dream matches without going through a big song and dance for it. It's really, really good. Like yep. this is such an elegant way of using these two guys without, you know, just them winning all the matches being big, strong men all the time. Like, I think it's really interesting. If you want to be big and strong, you can uh, donate a super chat. Cause this is our hundredth episode. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker DM dentist takes on Robin Renegade. Robin Renegade is there to lick ass. Uh, as her sister said on the internet. Oh my God. Is that, oh, they are right next to each other. That's so dangerous. <laughs> and she had take it down because all of a sudden Punk oh, was like, hell with it. Yeah. CM Punk retweet was like, I couldn't sell this match any other way. It's like, I couldn't sell it any better. TK was like, no, let's not do that. People were just going ham with it. And <laughs> tune in now for a tremendous ass looking. <laughs> good stuff. Just great stuff. Uh, and the match was good too, because it gave yep. Robin Renegade a chance to show out. And I hadn't seen her before. All Apparently right. the Renegade sisters are currently uh, under the tutelage of Thunder Rosa, which is really cool. Yep. And uh, Britt Baker is continuing to have good matches. So I can't yep. complain. Let's let's let uh let Thunder Rosa assemble her army. There you go. There you go. Oh, I can there clip this myself. <laughs> I always try to find something stupid. That Aaliyah that Aaliyah promo that really went somewhere, let me tell you. Oh, uh, taking names and licking ass. Love That's it. Right. Good stuff, there JJ. Oh no. Uh yeah, so Britt Baker gets the win and then goes for the lockjaw after the match but out comes thunder rosa because again they're all working together the renegade sisters and thunder rosa and then jamie hater comes out to stomp out thunder rosa but so does mercedes martinez and i need jamie hater and mercedes martinez in my brain and in my life right now like i said huge jamie hater fan holy hell i am yes I meanwhile i'm a big mercedes well fan. good this will be the 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 conflict of the century because we're going to be at odds <laughs> that's fine with me it was yeah. it's worth it because that's going to be a match that absolutely goes i love that martinez the veteran is going to take on jamie hater who is a young veteran mm. like she's still very young but man she has a lot of matches under her belt the two of them could good put together matches. something really Damn good seller too holy hell yeah i'm gonna enjoy that when we get there uh speaking of good sellers we got hook Taking on Blake Lee. I can't now, believe. Why, why wasn't, first of all, why wasn't this QT Marshall under a mask? Why? Why yeah, wasn't this? We'll get there. We'll get there. Let it breathe. And I'm fine with this. I think that's a perfect, this is a perfect revolution match, Hook versus QT. It'll be Hook's first pay-per-view match. It'll be Hook facing his own actual teacher, the guy who's been training him. Uh, the, the, and QT being the big boss of the uh, the factory. That works. And it'll be a good breather match between whatever other matches they put on that revolution card. Anything to add about Blake Lee getting beat shit out of him? No, because it, screw that. It's all about hook, baby. It's all about <laughs> hook. It, it's like, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane how much of a fairy tale this is. I'm just waiting for like, cause you take this, this gag, this thing that was just a gag and you deliver on it and you deliver on it consistently now for a little while. Like the next test is going to be that pay-per-view match, but he's been set up to succeed so well. They have taken care of him That's to right. make sure there are no missteps. Like his first pay-per-view match being a uh, being against QT in the bag, baby. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good potential there. I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho's Hook's first loss. Uh, I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> I could have to. No, no, Intercontinental Champion Matt Cat Moss will be Hook's first loss. Oh my god. And then finally from Rampage, the AEW tag team titles, it is Jungle Boy Luchasaurus taking on the Ass Boys. The Colton Ass Boys. Gunn, Colton and Austin Ass. Uh, Colton Gunn, was it Colton? No, it was Austin wearing his uh, his Shawn Michaels 1993 attire. Yeah. That I'm sure Billy Gunn stole from Shawn Michaels on his way out of the WWE. 
<laughs> almost Positive. certainly. I'm glad they thanked Danhausen with a job for getting the ass boys over more than any of them ever could. Like... By the way, so if I don't know how many people watch the the Dynamite pre-stream or the 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 preview on YouTube, I caught it the other day while I was just working on some other stuff, and like the first half of it is Alex Abrahantes doing a bit with Danhausen running down the card, Abrahantes, and he's facing the camera. He's just looking and talking to the camera and Danhausen's behind him. And so he thinks it's uh, Dasha, who Dasha Fuentes, uh, Dasha Curret, uh, doing the, the, the analyzing of the matches. And so he does the whole like, oh, what do you think of this match, Dasha? And it's Danhausen talking into the microphone just like and they're just deadpanning it the whole time for the first half of the stupid preview and i'm like why doesn't he just look around why doesn't he just get it but it's so it's so absurd that it's my humor and i appreciate it yeah that sounds very funny <laughs> go just go back to this week's episode and like they're just standing out there on the boardwalk just talking it's like yes uh this match will be very good <laughs> okay thank you for your insight that was excellent and then dasha comes into the frame afterwards and Dasha's just like, oh, uh, I wasn't here for any of that. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. So anyway, bad. anything to add on the actual tag title match between the Gun Club and it was good. Luchas? It was what it was what you expected it to be. Uh, you know, Jungle Boy doing the unprettier. It's like, yeah, it's okay. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for anyone who's blaming me about a tweet about Aldis and Cardona, so I I'm gonna go back to the to the AW thing. I said last night on Twitter, what people didn't realize was that it was going to be Nick Aldis versus Cardona because Nick Aldis came out after the match and challenged Cardona and said, I never got a rematch. And Cardona said, okay, we're doing it. So oh I'm God. not, I didn't spoil anything. This, this happened twice last night where I did the Max Caster rap from, oh, well, I'm not going to yeah, tell yeah. you about this. Max Caster had a rap at Warrior Wrestling and someone was like, oh, you called it. And I'm like, no, I transcribed the stupid rap. And this one was Aldis, Aldis came out after the match and was just like, oh, I'm challenging you because I didn't get my rematch. And Cardona was like, sure, whatever, bro. I'm always ready with a Z. Oh, God. <laughs> is that anyway. part of his gimmick? Well, he is always ready with a Z. But that's okay. not the anyway. That's fine. Um, was there anything from that from that tag match that you really liked that you want to point out? There's a good kick out right at the end yeah. with Jungle Boy. He's really getting it good. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's very good. It's a good match. I, I don't recall a whole lot about it other than just, yeah, the unprettier, the, st the nods to, you know, daddies. Yes. <laughs> so I do, I do like that. He's using the unprettier right now. It's a good, it's a good finish for, uh, for jungle boy. Yep. When does he become a jungle man? Never. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got there. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like a Neverland, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and again, I like the gun club. I, uh, I, I really do them. like, no, I just, no, but I like, want to see more. I, See, now I'm into them because of the ass boys thing. It gives them so much comedic material to work with and work with their dad's legacy in a way that I think they, they wouldn't have gotten to on their own because I think they just weren't embracing that enough. And I think they just have to. Yeah, like, exactly. Like they're, they're dressed like him. They act like him. Like it's, if you're going to lean into it, like lean into it hard. And like in this case, like really flipping it on ahead, just like ass boy, which is hilarious. Great. I think we got through it. I think we did. Think we, we got did through it. all the wrestling. And we spent more than an hour, so I guess it wasn't all that bad. <laughs> Look at that. Episode 100. We actually did it. If you want to go find our old episodes, there's a playlist here on Fightful Overbooked with our old episodes included. Uh, or you can go to timandjoelpod.com. We'll probably repurpose that link soon. Though. Either way, uh, Tim, let's let's get out of here. Where can the people find you on the internet? Oh, they can find me at Timstone, P-T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P, Twitter, Instagram. All right, then. It's Fightful Overbooked, FightfulOverbooked.com, or you can go to YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. I am Joel Pearl, at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you next week. But uh, there's new content every day on this channel, so what do you really want? There's tons of it. Go watch it. Go find it. I edit enjoy, too much of it. <laughs> enjoy enjoy the Super Bowl. Who's going to who, who's gonna win? Tim, who's going to win? Uh, 